Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, transformational self-care coach, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to achieve a healthy and happy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it's necessary. That's why I'm here to help you get back in the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from some of my amazing guests. So sit back with a glass of wine or hot cup of tea and get ready to relax as we take a journey together into the Purple Butterfly. Hey there, lovely souls. Welcome back to this episode of the Butterfly Corner. I am your host, Danielle, and today we're going to dive deep into the wonderful worlds of personal growth and, of course, my favorite thing, self-care. So I want you to grab your cozy sweater, a blanket, get you some tea, whatever you like to sip on, and let's have a chat. So we hear the word becoming her a lot, right? And so it's not just a catchy phrase, it's actually a mantra. It's a reminder that we're all on this journey of becoming the best version of ourselves. And let me tell you, The journey to becoming her or even the journey to becoming him can be filled with a lot of twists, turns, and plenty of moments where you're going to question every single thing about your whole life. I don't know about you guys, but who can relate to, have you ever felt like you were stuck where you just were kind of like in a rut where you were just living on autopilot, just kind of going through the motions, but not really living? I know I've been in that space before and I knew for me it was time for a change, but I really didn't have any idea where to start. So when it really comes to like discovering the magic of personal growth and really becoming who you want to be, it's almost like a secret garden within you just waiting to be explored. It's really about taking a step back, looking in the mirror and then asking yourself who I am and what do I want to become? And of course, self-care is very integral part of becoming who you need to be. And as we know, self-care is not about just some bubble baths and scented candles or going to the gym. And it is all those things as well. But it's also really about nurturing our bodies, our mind, and our soul. It's about setting boundaries. It's about saying no. You guys know my theory is no is a complete sentence, period, the end. And it's really about prioritizing your well-being. One thing that I learned on my journey is that self-care is not selfish. It is a necessity. It is almost like a lifeline. It's really about filling up your cup so that you can then pour into others. Because you know the old saying, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And it's really about becoming your very own best friend. So you might ask like, well, okay, So how do I embark on this journey of becoming her or becoming him? One thing I want you to do is start by getting curious about who you really are. Like what sets your heart on fire? What makes you truly feel alive? What are your dreams, your fears, like your wildest aspirations? Like really dig deep and really do some soul searching to figure out the things that really make you tick. 
And remember, it's going to be a journey. You're going to stumble. You're going to have some setbacks, but that's part of the process. So embrace those setbacks, learn from them, and then keep moving forward. So as we wrap up our Butterfly Corner segment for today, I really want to take a moment for yourself, breathe, reflect, and know that you're on a path to becoming the incredible, radiant, and powerful person that you are truly meant to be. I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I want to thank you for being a part of the Purple Butterfly Podcast family. I want you to keep nurturing your growth. I want you to keep practicing that self-care and above anything and everything, I want you to keep believing in yourself. So stay tuned, listen in. This week's episode, I am having a conversation with best-selling author Sean Gomes Rosetta. She is part of the Becoming Her book collaboration with the visionary author Tamara Mitchell Davis and some other very wonderful women who all have a chapter in this book talking about becoming her. So listen in as myself and Sean talk about her journey to becoming her. So until next time, remember that the most beautiful transformation begins within. Remember that you have everything you need already inside of you. So keep striving to become her, keep striving to become him. And remember, self-care is never selfish, it is necessary. Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. So today my guest is Sean. So excited that you're here and I'm so happy to meet you. So thank you for stopping in and blessing us with your presence today. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And I appreciate you also. And thank you and Tamara for allowing me to have this platform for right now for a time as this, because I am the type of person that wouldn't even thought of that mm-hmm. I would be here today. So I'm grateful for being here also and grateful for meeting you on today, on this nice. evening. I love it. All right, so mm-hmm. tell everybody who you are, what you do, and what's coming down the pike for you, because I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, too. Well, my name is Sean Goins Rosetta. I'm married, a mother of five, three grandkids. I enjoy the job that I have, which is a hospital specialist. I've been working in this field, the healthcare field, for 20-something years, but not titled as this. So um, what it is, is that I provide compassion and comfort to the ones who get ready to transition and um, that is terminally ill. And I also give spiritual and emotional support to the individual and the family. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody is not seeking the same God that I seek. However, I allow them to, you know, believe in what it is that they believe. However, I let them know that the truth about mm-hmm. what it is that's happening because a lot of people don't understand death and a lot of people are afraid of death. Right. But other than that, I, I enjoyed it. And the reason why I got into this field because I took care of my dad in years and then he transitioned, okay. you know, and it was just, you know, the way how when the people came to the home and how they was talking to us and I was like, you know, I can do that to comfort the people because People need comfort and the understanding, but they didn't, they couldn't tell us the understanding part about us. Right. You know, right. 
And other than that, I am an entrepreneur. I have my own production company. I am my husband's manager because he's a singer and his album should be finished prayerfully by the end of this month or from the beginning of August. Nice. And um, I am an elder in the church. (laughs) I am a parenting coach. I have my certification in that. And um, it's just a lot of hats that I wear. But I don't try to, you know, put them on in front of people. I just wear them, Mm -hmm. you know. And whichever one that I need to have on at that time, it just so happens to be there. So far as the book. Uh book. (laughs) So grateful for the title, number one, Becoming Her. You know, because in my lifetime, I was a certain way being brought up in the North and the Hartford, you know, and I did, you know, was a certain way. And as I grew older, I had realized that and try to figure out, well, who am I? You know, so, and in a book, it talks about a lot of things about me, you know, from the beginning to where I am today. And if you ever want to know, you have to get the book so that you can really understand what I'm talking about and where I'm coming from. However, being in the North End of Hartford, you know, they used to always say, can any good thing come out of the North End of Hartford? But I'm sitting here today to let you know that That's uh, a, lie. a lot of good things <laughs> could come out, has came out of the, and still it are coming out of the North End of Hartford, Connecticut, and not only Hartford, but a lot of North End places. And I advocate for a lot of things because for righteousness, period. Mm-hmm. You know, because as people, I'm not talking about no color. I'm talking about humanity, period. We need to be able to encourage one another daily. So I advocate for that a lot. You know, I try to turn somebody from to a smile. You know, I try to tell somebody to have a good day. They try to figure out, oh, what's so good about it? And then that give me opportunity to explain to them what's so good about it, you know? So I'm grateful for that, you know? And one of my favorite scriptures is Hebrews 12 and 2, where it says, look into him, look into Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. So that means he know the beginning. He knows the middle and he knows the end. end. Right. we look to him, he is the one that is able to lead us and guide us to all truth and righteousness. No, this world and the people in the world, we are not perfect. Mm-hmm. However, if we just trust him, he'll be able to lead us to all truth and righteousness. And we will learn how to love and treat one another. Mm-hmm. You know, so back to the book, I am just overwhelmed that I was able to accomplish that. And you so- know, even though with it, like, you know, some people... I'm not going to say I was financially struggling with it. However, you know how we take our money and just want to just have it and don't really invest and do anything mm-hmm. with it. Yes, it was yes. just sitting there. So I said, I'm investing myself. I love and it. I am so, and listen, I'm proud of me. As you today. should be. As you should be. <laughs> I'm proud what? of me today. And th- those of you that's out there, that's very supportive because that's what we need. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what. What was like your process? Or what kind of was your mindset when you said, you know what, I need to tell my story? You know, like what made you decide now was the time to tell how you became who you are? I believe it was my granddaughter. She's very, very, very 
brilliant, you know, and bright. And the, my other two grandkids are too. However, she tells stories. <laughs> <laughs> Everything she talk about is a story. And her mother be like, uh, Maya, and don't realize that her mom was the same way. Mm -hmm. And I knew I was like that growing up as a child, you know, coming home from school, telling stories. You know, and the mother, she did too, but she got to the point and she realized, she was like, well, y'all used to tell me to be quiet. And I was like, we did. But then Maya, my granddaughter, she tells me the story. So what what inspired me was that I was sitting, I was watching Tamara and, um, you know, as their other books with Tangie and then they had with Tangie and them and then with the couples and stuff like that. Right. And so I was like, I could do that. I'm going to do that and tell about me, you know, to some people. They probably like, oh, they ain't nothing to tell. But to me, it was something to tell, exactly. you know. And as I started, when I started talking to Tamara, you know, I still was hesitant. Mm -hmm. And she really encouraged. She didn't force or nothing. That's what I love about her. She was like, well, when you're ready. Right. So at that time, you know, I was like, I'm ready, you know. So and when I said I was ready, I had to step right then. Because if I had not did it, I wouldn't have accomplished it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's what happened. I had to actually just make up in my mind and do it. Mm -hmm. And just because someone might say, oh, you know, Sean might not have a story to tell. We all have a story in us. And okay. even if only one person reads that story and gets something out of it, I feel like we're winning. That's it. All right. That's Not everybody's going to resonate to your story, but there's mm -hmm. going to be one woman out there who's going to pick this book up, flip through your chapter, and they're going to be like, that's it. Wow. It's going to mm -hmm. propel them to get to the next level. So yeah. I'm yeah. a big believer that you have to tell your story even when other people don't think you have a story because they have a story too. It's they just do. their choice not to tell it. That's it. And that's how we encourage one another. Exactly. Uh, the Bible says in Revelations 12 and 11 that we overcame him mm -hmm. by the word of our testimony and the blood of the lamb. You know, and if we don't tell somebody about something that we know, how can we lead them somewhere? Right. You know what I'm saying? And he, that's how he created us. He created us to help one another for each other. Right. Even though, you know, things has happened and we have become lovers of ourselves and selfish one towards another. We yet and still we are created for each other. Mm -hmm. So to tell your story, you know, to literally write it down so somebody else can hear. I'm very, very proud of myself because I always talk to people. You know what I'm saying? But it's different when you have it in a book and you're you wrote that because right. I, you, you don't see our, um, we have a bookcase here with other people's books and their stories. Mm -hmm. So one day mine's going to be there, you know? <laughs> so it's some change, you know, it's a change. And we as people, some of us are afraid of change. However, when you accomplish with a change that make you realize that you could do a little bit more, you know, you could be more, be stretched more. You know, don't get comfortable. Don't stay where you at. Right. Move further. You know, although I never got comfortable in the places I were, however, this right here has really, really expanded me, mm -hmm. you know, to the point where I know that I could do more. I could be more. You it's know, called so. growth. That's what it's yes. about. About growth. Yep. Really. Yep. At the end of 
today and your story will last way longer than you will. So mm -hmm. even if you're not here, your story may still help mm -hmm. because it's, yes, in paper, it's in word and it can't be taken away. And yeah. that in itself is a blessing, honestly, yeah. it really yeah. is. It is. So I want to touch base because you said that you work in hospice and you mm -hmm. work with individuals who are transitioning and you also worked or took care of your grandfather, you said, correct? My father. Mm -hmm. father. Okay. So one of the things I do, I do a lot of work with women who go through life transitions, such as grief or being a caretaker and mm -hmm. then that person, you know, transitions on. How did you handle that life transition when, because you do that every day and you also did it at home, so it's mm -hmm. a lot of transitioning for you, you know, like what advice would you give us in regards to how to handle that particular transition? Well, number one, it was the help of the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. you know, because we have life and physical, your spiritual life have to balance. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have more physical and less spiritual because you'll be off balance. You can't have more spiritual. You can't be no, you can't be heavily minded uh -huh. and no earthly good, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to, it has to balance. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I believe that there is a higher power. Mm -hmm. You know, this is me. I believe it. And for me to work with people and have dealt with the death of my father, I took him for 15 years. The Lord had to, he had mentally prepared me, you know, to the point where I had to understand that we all going to leave here one day. Mm -hmm. Nobody, mm -hmm. we, none of us are going to live forever. Right. And how I encourage and comfort the individual and the family members, you know, I speak to them about life. Mm -hmm. You know, I let them know that we are all living here today and this is not our home. You know, and one lady was like, so we're aliens? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> and so I said, <laughs> No, I said we was created, you know, I had to go through the whole thing and stuff, you know, but I make it exciting for them to hear. But what I would tell somebody is to um, stay encouraged, you know, stay encouraged. And because it's hard when people don't understand death. Right. You know, we, we have to I explain it to them saying things like, well, your loved one will be asleep, you know, because it's adults that I deal with. You right. know, not kids that's losing their young people because I work with a lot of older people that's 90 and something years old and they way out. So the, the children that I deal with are adults, mm -hmm. 40, 50, 60 years old. And then they be still be like, Mama, I'm going to die trying to keep the I person here. Right. I let them know that they're tired. You know, mm -hmm. they did, but they, they 98. They didn't yeah. did a lot. There's they nothing else. Me. I say stuff like, to them like what is it that she need right. you know like that for you to keep her here what can she possibly want you know while she you trying to keep her here what else can you give her that's what i say to them why is she here and they be like oh. then i said you know i don't be wanting to say to them like she's suffering or whatever right. i say things like she's tired mm -hmm. you know because well he's tired you know because they be tired, but the kids be wanting to keep them here. Because it's your parent. And then I say stuff too. I try to use reverse psychology. Like, 
suppose this was you. I like Would that. Would you like to, you know, continue to get needles stuck in your arms and take all the medicine, feel sick all the time, can't bedridden, can't get up, using the bathroom on yourself, you know, I ask them that type, those type of questions also. And um, it helps. You know, I don't try to go talk these big doctor words to them. I speak face-to-face mm -hmm. -face basic words. Right, you keep this questions. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so they can have a better understanding. I try to explain things to people simple enough for a baby to Got understand. Like, mm -hmm. Dissect it, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. So <laughs> with everything you do, because that is a very tough job, and you have all these many hats that you're wearing, <laughs> and I'm sure you're wearing them well. Thank you. At the end of the day, it is a lot. How does Sean take care of Sean? What do you do? to de-stress or decompress or just take care of yourself? Like, what's your self-care look like? When I come home, and I really thank God for my husband uh -huh. because he allowed me to come home and go and musa. Like, what I do is I sit, and I know I'm not telling you the story, I sit on my bed daily. Yeah. So when I get home from work and I take a deep breath, you know, and then, you know, clear my mind because I have to leave that there. Exactly. So when I come home, I have to be that wife. I have to be that mother. I have to be that grandmother, you know, for my family. So once I come in the door, <laughs> that other stuff. All stay. bets are off all day, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, how I take care of me is, you know, we all like get our hair nails and that type stuff. But far as my mental I like to just lay there. Mm -hmm. I lay there and I just, I just lay there. I don't have no TV on. I don't have no phone, no nothing. Some days my husband, he won't even bother me. And I just lay in a room, you know, all night and won't even realize I have fell asleep because you have to allow yourself to rest. Yes. Yes, you do. You know. Yeah, especially your mental and then plus with the things that's going on in the world today. Exactly. There's a lot of distractions. It's yeah. a lot of, you know, things, negativity that's happening exactly. around. So yeah. when I come in here, this, I, this, my, this is my safe place, my exactly. safe haven. Uh -huh. you know, so I know how to just thank you, Lord, uh -huh. you know, every day. Yeah. I have I a ceiling them. fan in my room and sometimes I just lay there and watch the ceiling fan twirl. And I'm just able to just, you know, reset and do some self-reflecting, mm -hmm. you know, process my day. And then I take a few minutes and then I can just, you know, like you said, let go of what I did outside of mm -hmm. home because now I'm at home and I have to take care of my household and yeah. myself, you know, and yeah. so sometimes you need to have that reset. And yeah. so I love that you take that time for yourself and that your husband gives you that time because a lot of women I know. There are significant others and their kids don't give them. They're like, I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. So I appreciate it. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I'm going to tell you a quick story real quick. I was a manager at Burger King for 12 years. Uh -huh. And I used to come home and have carry that management still have it on me. Coming home barking. <laughs> My husband, one day he stopped me, him and our son, and said, we're not your employees. Because <laughs> I realized it. I was coming home. Why this ain't that? Why ain't it? Do this, do this, do this, do that. Yep. That was 
for 12 years, I was a manager and I hadn't even realized that I was bringing that hat through the door at home until my husband and my son, our son had checked me with it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to sit down and it was like, wow, <laughs> you know, that's, that's not good. Right. You shouldn't bring your work home. I don't care I, what you do. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't because we are here to help one another. I can't help nobody if I can't help myself. Exactly. Exactly. You know, even if you is a wife, even if you is a mom, you still mentally have to be able to help yourself first. Exactly. Yep. So that's what it was about. Yeah. Sean, thank you so much for dropping in and talking to us. I am so excited for you. I cannot wait to read the book and read your chapter and hear your story. And I just know I, of course, I haven't read it yet, but I just know that it's going to help somebody. And that's mm. Important. That's my prayer. Thank that's you for the work prayer. that you do with the hospice because that's a tough job and, and we need mm-hmm. you and that mm-hmm. and everything else that you do too. So we greatly appreciate you. How would someone be able to get a copy of the book? Is um or a website yeah. they could go on? Yep, it is www.theceowife.com backslash Sean, S-H-A-W-N, dash, Goins, G-O-I-N-E-S, dash, Rosetta, R-O-Z-E-T-T-A. Awesome. Becoming her. Becoming her. Very powerful. Very powerful and emotional. And you have to take it personal because every day we're becoming. Yes. You Mm -hmm. know, and by us being females, we're becoming her. Exactly. You know, and that title right there, Tamara, all her books are great. And each time I believe she is, you know, getting better and better. The Lord is really helping her to prosper even more to help us, you know, and we keep her lifted up in prayer as well as you. Thank you. <laughs> your Thank, business. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. We so appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out InnerU Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.